Hello everyone, this is Stephen Strang and welcome to the September 22nd edition of God Trump in the 2020 election, only 42 days before the most important election of our lifetime. And I am counting down the days talking about the various issues and what's going on in the news. Yesterday I talked about uh, replacing uh, the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, whose untimely death Interestingly, on Rosh Hashanah, uh, has sparked all this controversy, and they're trying to get her replacement in place before the election. Today, I want to talk about religious liberty and to applaud a court case that was handed down in the state of Pennsylvania. And I applaud this uh, case. It just happened a few days ago. And I went online and uh, one of the news sources said that state imposed shutdown orders that required people to stay home and place limits on public gatherings aim at halting the spread of COVID-19 in Pennsylvania were well-intentioned but unconstitutional. His name was a U.S. District Judge William S. Strickman IV. He wrote a 66-page ruling that said that Governor Tom Wolf's actions violated constitutional guarantees of the right to free assembly, due process, and equal protection. And he went on to say that good intentions toward a laudable end are not enough to uphold governmental action against a constitutional challenge. So what happened is they shut everything down in Pennsylvania, as they did all over the country. And since then, now in Pennsylvania, they've had 100. 45,000 cases, and they've lost 7,800 residents. And as it is slackened, um, Wolf, who happens to be a Democrat, has since lifted many of the restrictions, allowing businesses to reopen and canceling statewide stay-at-home order. But it left certain restrictions, including one that limits the size of an indoor gathering to 25 people and outdoor gatherings to 250. And the lawyer for one of the plaintiffs said it's really 100% in our favor. The court found in all respects that the orders issued by the governor and the secretary of health were unconstitutional. What it means is they can't do it again, and they should have not done it in the past. And as you can predict, a lot of people are praising it. And this brings up a point that I made in uh, God, Trump, and COVID-19 uh, the subtitle being How the Pandemic is Affecting Christians, the World, and America's 2020 Election. And I have a whole section, um, a whole chapter, I should say, uh, titled Alarming Anti-Christian Trends. And I, as I've said on other podcasts, I am just very concerned how quick some of the governors and mayors in various parts of the country uh, were to call churches non-essential, and this is at the same time that grocery stores were essential, but also liquor stores, abortion clinics, uh, in Nevada, gambling casinos. Those were essential. Right now in California, they still are not able to have church like they did. Very, very restricted. They're actually giving uh, fines to some pastors. I've done podcasts on that. We'll continue to cover it. And as we march up to the election, only 42 days away, it's even more reason to put Donald Trump in. He's a dynamic leader. He has done so much to bring the country out of this. He's been very, very strong for religious freedom. 
it's really a constitutional right. It has nothing to do with who's in the White House. But it's just interesting that the left, and in every single instance that I know of, either a mayor or a governor that has restricted the church has been a Democrat. And, um, you know, I was a Democrat for many years. I've said that before, but I can't think of any Democrats in the whole country I'd vote for, partly because it's just gone so far left and it's given us no alternative but to uh, support Donald Trump. However, there are a lot of good things about supporting Donald Trump. And I go, up, I, uh, go into this at, in depth in God, Trump, and the 2020 election. And Donald Trump, at his core, is a good, decent, hardworking patriot who loves America and is a, one of the best leaders we've had. You know, we've had some pretty weak presidents, uh, Jimmy Carter, George H.W. Bush come to mind. I personally don't think that Barack Obama was that strong of a leader. He went around the world apologizing. But Donald Trump is a real leader, and this is why I've written these books and why I encourage you to buy them at my website, which is stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang, and then the word books with an S, all together as if it's one word. And since I've been pushing this in my podcast, the sales, I got a report this morning, the sales have really taken off, and I appreciate that. Because if you go to the website, not only do you get some special deals and you can combine it with a subscription to Charisma and all kinds of things, buy some of the other books as well, but everyone is signed. And uh, they've been bringing me boxes and boxes of books to sign, so that's a good good thing, I guess. And, um, of course, you can buy it many other places. Um, the, both books have been on the bestseller list. We're grateful for that. But really, the reason I wrote these books was to get the word out. And so as we come up toward this election, these books are an apologetic on why you should vote for Donald Trump. If you support Donald Trump, I think that you will enjoy reading it because you'll probably agree with me. But I also tell a lot of things that you don't know, even about, you know, the relationship between uh, born-again Christians, who we call evangelicals, and the Washington establishment going all the way back to the— Jimmy Carter days, really, and uh, other information about uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, just, you know, different things that as a journalist I've come across and I thought would be an interesting read. But also if you have friends or family who don't uh, agree or maybe they've just been watching CNN too long and they need to have their eyes open, this is something you can put in their hands, and I, I believe it makes a persuasive argument on why we need to re-elect Donald Trump. If you're a born-again Christian, you believe in prayer, you need to pray, pray, pray. Uh, by the way, I, on my Strang Report this week, I have an interview with Sid Roth, who is having a special on Yom Kippur, which happens to be next Sunday. And uh, uh, it's going to be on all kinds of networks. We go into it on the podcast. And uh, one of the things they're going to do is he calls it repentance, Trump, and tongues. And I thought, well, that's interesting. But, you know, we who are Pentecostal, who believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, believe that the Bible says that when we pray in tongues, it's our spirit that prays, that gives utterance to prayers that we don't even necessarily know consciously. And Sid talks about how we can pray according to the will of God. And he is encouraging Christians to just pray. We call it 
praying in the spirit, praying with an unknown tongue. And if you're not of our persuasion, maybe this seems odd to you, but you need to investigate what the Bible says about it. And also, it's just a way to enter into God's presence in a, in a wonderful way and to experience uh, his presence. And, uh, but it's also a powerful way to, in, to intercede, and we need to intercede for this election. We need to intercede that some of the attempts to steal this election, which seem to be underway with all of the hubbub about mail-in ballots and everything else, um, and some of the other things that are happening— you know, even with Nancy Pelosi threatening to impeach Trump if he tries to um, submit a Supreme Court nominee, which is his constitutional duty. I mean, it's just so insane that they say that they would impeach a president for doing a constitutional duty just because they don't happen to like, you know, the direction he's going in. I mean, you know, I go into a lot of this in the depth in both books. God Trump and COVID-19 and God Trump and the 2020 election. I really encourage you to get the books, read them, share them, give me your feedback. If you're on Facebook Live, you can uh, put comments at the bottom of Facebook Live. Let me know what you think. Uh, I'm going to be doing Facebook Live every day up to the election. We had uh, like 12 or 1,300 people yesterday watch it, which is actually pretty good considering that we just kind of put it online impromptu. So with that, I'll wrap up this edition of God, Trump, and 2020 election, uh, why he must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses, as well as the sequel, God, Trump, and COVID-19. I hope you'll get both of the books at stevestrangbooks.com. That's stevestrangbooks.com. Thank you for listening. Tune in again tomorrow as we continue to count down the days to the most important election.